It's good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. What a blessing to be able to open up God's Word and study again with all of our listeners. We appreciate you tuning in to Search the Scriptures. We're thankful that you're there and that you want to learn more from God's Word. That's what we really strive to do. Bring God glory by teaching His Word accurately and effectively. And if you've been studying with us for very long, you know that we do get into the depth of the Scriptures. We look at them in detail. We try to explain them, though, in a way that is easy to understand and that makes sense for your personal life on a daily basis. We hope that as you learn God's Word better and better, that as your knowledge of those teachings becomes deeper and deeper and more clear, that you'll come closer to God. Because faith, after all, does come by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. And as your faith grows, we pray that you'll come closer and closer to God and that you'll ultimately be ready to make that decision to follow Him His way. That is our prayer, and we really do care about you. We really do pray for you. It's good to be here today with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary. I am certainly blessed to be on the program with you today, and I look forward to another time when we can get into God's Word and share some of the truths that are recorded for us with all of our listeners. And if you've tuned in today, we're certainly pleased you've chosen to do that. We're glad to have you with us, and we do hope this time will be of benefit to you and will, as you said, Gary, bring us closer to a knowledge of God, to His will, and to actually carrying that out in our lives. Not just hearing the message, but actually doing it or doing those things He's instructed us to do. Amen. Amen. Dennis, we are in the middle of a study on freedom. Yes. And we have talked about freedom as being something that we all understand, basically, Mm -hmm. and that this nation in particular has built a tremendous, long-lasting, and very rich foundation upon. Yes, freedom is a concept we really cherish as American people. It is. In fact, people think of the United States of America around the world, and I think one of their instinctive identifications with us is that this is a nation of freedom. I think you're exactly right. People have left other parts of the world since even before we became our own nation mm-hmm. with the thought that I can go there and I can enjoy freedom. Yes. And particularly early on, it was a freedom of religion. Yes, it was. Freedom to worship how they believed was correct mm-hmm. and to believe how they, how they thought was correct. Yes. Well, we have, again, we have taken that, that basis and we have built upon it and we have refined it and developed it. We've got our Constitution, which guarantees freedom. We continue to have laws written that are supposed to uphold freedom and protect our freedoms. But then we also have some laws that a lot of people would say it detract from our freedom and put it in jeopardy in some aspects. Well, that's true. And, you know, uh, one thing I'm sure we're all familiar with is the fact that our Supreme Court justices will many times hear cases that hinge upon the way a particular law is written, and then they end up having to interpret that so that the rest of us can understand what's actually being stated in that law or how we need to carry it out. 
Yes, or if that law even stands muster with the Constitution. That's right. Because ultimately it's supposed to not violate the principles of the Constitution right. in order to be law in this land. Mm -hmm. But we certainly cherish this concept of freedom, this principle. We do. And we do debate it back and forth. We mm -hmm. you know, continue to uh, have the gives and the takes as to what constitutes our freedom, how much freedom we can enjoy, uh, where can we, where can and should we draw lines uh, as to personal freedom when it comes to the welfare of the, the mass as a whole. Mm -hmm. and, and I suppose those debates will continue to go on as long as we are a free and independent nation. I think that's certainly the case. What we really want to focus on, though, in this particular series of studies is not political freedom or freedom socially, freedom as a nation, but we want to talk about the freedom movement that is at work in this world today that is far deeper, far more, uh, much more far-reaching, much more profound than any freedom movement that this world has ever seen mm -hmm. that has a secular or political or, or social basis. Yes. And of course, we're talking about freedom from sin. That's right. And really, this is the concept that every person should really identify as being most important. Now, I don't say that to detract from the personal freedom we enjoy in this country because we do cherish it. And we have just countless hundreds of thousands of people who have given their lives in order to gain or to protect that freedom. It's a precious thing. There's no doubt about that. But, as you said, it's so much more important to focus on the freedom from sin because once we've gained that freedom, we can look forward to eternal life in heaven with God at some point in time. Yes. We've even fought wars for other people's freedom. We have. Not even of this, of this nation. Mm -hmm. But you're right, the freedom from sin. Now, you think about somebody could live in a nation that is devoid of individual freedom. Mm -hmm. No political freedom, no social freedom. It can be a dictatorial or a despotic kind of government mm -hmm. wherein the people are absolutely under the thumb of a particular ruler or the government that is in place at that time, and they can have no freedom whatsoever, basically. Yes, that's true. But they can still go to heaven. Oh, yes. They can still be set free from the guilt of their sin mm -hmm. and go to heaven, even right. living in that kind of a place. Absolutely. But you can have a person who lives in the freest nation that the world has ever seen, and that's probably our nation mm -hmm. today. You can live somebody, you can have somebody who lives where there's absolute total freedom, socially, politically, uh, right across the board, but who dies in the guilt of their sin, mm -hmm. and they won't go to heaven. That's right. That's exactly the case. Uh, both of those situations not only can exist, they do exist. They certainly do. They certainly do. The greatest freedom that we need to seek is freedom from sin. And we talked about that. 
And we talked about how it is the soul that sins that shall die, Ezekiel 18 and verse 4. Mm -hmm. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6, 23. And that in heaven there will be nothing that defiles, Revelation 21 and verse 27. Mm -hmm. We also noted that Christ paid the price for our freedom from sin. Mm -hmm. That's right. He went to the cross and he sacrificed himself as that ransom payment mm -hmm. for the guilt of our sin. Yes, he did. And when we look at various passages of Scripture in the New Testament, they do talk about someone who is under the guilt of sin as being a slave of sin. Oh, yes, that's certainly the case. And so we have to get out of that slavery, have to get out mm -hmm. from under it. Mm -hmm. And Christ went to the cross to redeem us, that is to buy us back mm -hmm. from the slavery of our sin. Correct. And in our last program, we talked about that, I think in rather vivid terms, how somebody could be a slave in a land where slavery is permitted, mm -hmm. have absolutely no hope of ever getting themselves out of that particular bondage, but then somebody else steps in, mm -hmm. perhaps unknown to them, and simply pays the price, and yes. they're set free. Yes, truly an amazing situation when something like that occurs. And that's basically what God has done with us mm -hmm. in sending his son to die on that cross and thereby pay the price for our freedom from yes, sin. Yes, that's exactly right. Let's turn to Romans chapter 6. And how about reading verses 2 through 4? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. It's interesting how it is put in verse 2. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Mm -hmm. And then he goes on and he, he, he portrays this just beautiful, beautiful image of Christ dying on the cross and our when we're baptized into him, being uh, dying to the guilt of sin, similar to his dying on the cross, and being buried in that watery grave of baptism as he was buried in the tomb. And then as he arose from the grave alive, we arise from that grave of water in baptism, made alive spiritually. Yes, in newness of life, as Paul put it. Yes, our sins are washed away. Mm -hmm. We are that new creation yes. that we must become and that Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17 mm -hmm. when we're in Christ. That's right. And verse 3 here of Romans chapter 6 tells us how we get into Christ, and that is as we're baptized into him. Yes. Now, drop down to verses 6 and 7. How about reading those for us as well? Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Again, very vivid Im imagery there. Mm -hmm. The terms that are used to portray this releasing from the bondage of sin mm -hmm. 
as we come into Christ. Mm-hmm. Notice again how it's put there. He talks about in verse 6 that old man, our old man, the way we used to be, was crucified with him. Mm-hmm. Not literally, mm-hmm. but crucified with him. Mm-hmm. That, in, in other words, again, it was done away. It was brought to a close. That old man died yes. as we were baptized into Christ. That the body of sin might be done away with. Mm-hmm. That we should no longer be slaves of sin. Right. And then verse 7 continues on with that imagery. He who has died has been freed from sin. And that really is an amazing picture when you think about it, Gary. Uh, When Paul talks about being crucified in verse 6, his readers would have immediately gotten the impression that, hey, he's talking about someone dying. They knew what crucifixion was designed to do and what the Romans had become very efficient in doing with crucifixion. That's how they killed people. So Paul paints this picture of someone dying, but it's not a physical death, as you pointed out. This is a death to sin. And I think it's a a really, really graphic picture that Paul uses here when he speaks about it as a death, because that's exactly how he expects the Christian to be towards sin. We die to it. In other words, it no longer has control over us. It no longer influences our life. It has been done away. Well, and when you make a comparison here to, as I mentioned a moment ago, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, Mm -hmm. where Paul says that whoever is in Christ is a... uh, and let me let me make sure I get that exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Yes. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm-hmm. Now, when you compare that statement back to chapter 6 and verse 6, as we noted a few moments ago, noted, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. That, when we're, when we're and, and how do we get into Christ? Those who are in Christ are new creation. Mm-hmm. Back here in chapter 6 and verse 3, we're baptized into him, aren't we? That's right. Okay. So here we understand that as we're baptized into Christ, it is at that point when we're buried with him in baptism, we die to that old person we were on a spiritual level. That's right. We were a sinner then. Mm-hmm. We die to that reality. That's Mm -hmm. no longer who we are or what we are. We're buried with him. That old man, that old person, that old life is buried in that water. Mm -hmm. And when we come up out of that water, we are resurrected a, as it says in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, a new creation. That's right. We have been born again. Mm -hmm. We are in Christ. And we are then, or thereby, set free from the slavery to sin Mm -hmm. in which we were in bondage before we were baptized into Christ. That's right. Boy, tremendous imagery there. Yes, it certainly is. And what a great great instruction that is story for us. Mm -hmm. 
we can be set free from sin. You know, a couple things, Dennis, uh, maybe you can comment on. First, I don't know that a whole lot of people really who are in sin, who are living in sin, who are living unfaithfully before God, I don't know that they really stop and think of themselves as being slaves of sin. No, probably not. And yet that's the reality we read about right here in, in God's Word. It certainly is. And, you know, one of the things that, that strikes me about this passage, Gary, here in, in the sixth chapter of Romans, we need to understand Paul was writing this to Christian people. These individuals had already been baptized into Christ. So he's not trying to teach them what they need to do in order to become a Christian. He's going back and explaining to them, this is what took place when you were baptized into Christ. When you became a Christian. When you became a Christian. This is what it symbolized. But what a grand teaching on how one needs to uh, conduct themselves if they want to become a Christian and get into Christ through baptism. Exactly. So they were this sinner, mm -hmm. slave of sin, mm -hmm. under the bondage of sin, yes. under its condemnation. Mm -hmm. And as they were baptized into Christ, Romans 6 and verse 3, they were baptized into his death. Mm -hmm. They're buried with him in that baptism mm -hmm. as you would bury a dead body. Mm -hmm. As Christ, when he died in that cross, was buried in that tomb. Mm -hmm. But just as he arose from that grave, we are brought up out of that watery grave of baptism mm -hmm. with our sins forgiven. That's right. Washed clean mm -hmm. by the blood of Christ. Yes. Set free from the slavery of sin in which we had lived prior to that. Mm -hmm. We are a new creation born again. That's right. A new person. That old man has been done away with. Yes, it has. Again, what a wonderful picture that is. It certainly is. So again, I don't know that a whole lot of people who are living in sin really conceive of themselves as being slaves of sin. No, more than likely they don't. But then also, if they don't think about that, then they certainly miss the beauty and the promise and the blessing of that release from that slavery mm -hmm. as they're baptized into Christ. Yes, yes, that's right. And you know, as, as we're speaking about that, I was reminded of another passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 that also makes this contrast very clear. In uh, 1 Corinthians 6, Beginning in verse 9, Paul wrote, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? And that, of course, comes back to what you said earlier. Nothing unclean, nothing defiled is going to enter heaven. It just won't be there. And he goes on, Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And then the contrast in verse 11. And such were some of you. Paul tells the Corinthians, this is exactly the way that you were living your lives. But then he goes on. But, that word of contrast, you were washed, 
they were baptized. You were sanctified, they were set apart or made holy. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. What they, a great picture of before and after. Yes, they were no longer guilty of those lifestyles of sin. They were yes. no longer those people spiritually. That's right. That's right. They had been transformed. They had been clean, cleansed. Mm. They had been sanctified. They had been forgiven. Yes. They were now Christians. Exactly. They were now in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a, what a tremendous blessing that is. And what a great what a great depiction that is of that blessing. It is. Literally coming from one life into another. Opposite we, ends of the spectrum. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. we think about that slave again. Yes. From days gone by, or in some parts of the world still where it's being practiced. And here is this individual who is trapped in slavery, hopeless, no way out. And then somebody pays the price for his release, mm-hmm. for his ransom. And now he's set free. Yes. Christ paid that price. God did through him. And Christ was willing to be that price. And as we surrender our lives to him, then we are set free from mm-hmm. that, that guilt of sin. He paid the price for us. Mm-hmm. And as we come to him as our redeemer, our savior, in faithfulness and obedience, culminating in baptism, then we come into him mm-hmm. where there is forgiveness, sanctification, for salvation. Yes. All in Christ. Yes. And I think it's very key that you pointed out there's a response required on our part. Absolutely. We need to come to Christ. We need to be faithfully obedient to him. We need to uh, obey the commands that he has set forth, uh, again, culminated in baptism, because... The price was paid for all. No one is excluded, but not everyone is going to take advantage of it. Right. Not everybody is going to receive. Now, not, I mean, willingly receive Mm -hmm. the gift. That's right. They have to hold their hands out. Exactly. They have to accept the offering on God's terms. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've been studying about. They've got to come to him his way. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's going to mean they have to confess Christ as their Lord and Savior mm-hmm. and surrender their lives to him in baptism for the remission of their sins mm-hmm. and begin to live a new life at that point. My friend, we want to continue this study next time. We encourage you, though, Don't wait until then to begin studying about how you can be set free from the slavery of sin in which you might be living right now. Contact us right away and ask us for that free Bible study and you can learn how you can become that new creation in Christ. Call us today.